Today is February 14th, and it's a beautiful day full of love and happiness and joy because Yankees baseball activities have started. Spring training. It's officially a go. They've reported, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk Yanks. Galore for weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining. This is a regular full episode. I hope you tuned in yesterday for our mini episode, our PPP one of many. If you haven't, go back. Those are like bingeable. You can listen to them whenever uh, until the season starts. If you listen to them after the season starts, that'd be kind of odd, but whatever. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I got Jake coming to you from Denver for the last time in a while. He leaves for Florida in less than like 10 hours, I believe. Jake, how you doing? Tampa, here I come, baby! Yeah. Ow! Yeah, Tampa, yeah. Are you, go- are, are you going to Tampa? Like, you're going to visit uh, your relatives and Jess's, your girlfriend's relatives, but is it Tampa, or is it an- another part of Florida? Um, I'm going to be in Tampa for most of it. Might swing by... Uh... Uh, one of the other towns. I'm blanking on the name, but it's mostly Tampa. Cool. Yeah, so I'm going to be Tampa squad. If you do any spring training things without me. Oh, I am. Before I get to Tampa. I am going to be so mad and jealous. Yep. And I'm just going to have to live with that. And you shouldn't allow it to alter your plans or your day. But just know, I'm going to be going through a lot of personal struggle. The whole time until you come down, I'm I'm just putting a hat on the sidewalk. And I'm going to do an Aaron Boone impression the whole time and try to collect some money. Now I'm more jealous. Well, you know, Birdie's been swinging the bat well, but you can't underappreciate what Luke Voigt did for this team last year, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by some cool, super cool, duper people. Braden Beck, nice alliteration. Mm. Jonathan Garcia. Nice, I know a Jonathan Garcia. Wow, Zachary Hacklander. I don't wow. know Zachary Hacklander. Yeah, but he can easily go by Zach Hack. Zach Hack. Zach Hack. Zack a hack, hack a zack, like a heart attack, but a zack attack. Zark- Zach stopped playing basketball because too many people were following him. You think so? Yeah, hack a zack, big time. Wow, Joey Pollen, John Leapert, and now, last but not least, the true test. He bet me a hundred dollars that I'd get it wrong. Ilya Sachakian. Ilya Satrakian. Yeah, I saw that name. I think Ilya. I mean, you're you're around it. The last name Satrakian, Satrakian. I have no idea. I uh, I did some research and it was like Ilya, 
Ilya. But anyway, those are our most recent Patreon subscribers and supporters. It's $2 a month. You're going to get a lot of a lot of access coming up. You're going to get video access. You can be live with us. We've got, we got Jar from Oz and Artie in the chat right now hanging out live. You can get the videos. You get the chance to win two affordable jerseys a month, one via raffle, one via contest. And if you're like these PPPs and you want to watch the videos on uh, your computer, then we're they're all going up there, and they're all going up there the night before. So they get get them early. There you go. It's been a lot of work, but it's fun. And no, if you have, I I've I've put this together, Jim. If you have a relative that is a big Yankees fan, but maybe doesn't get what podcasts are all about and stuff, have them sign up for the Patreon and just pay the two dollars a month because they'll older people get that. Like, they get going to a website and being like, oh, this is where I find this. This is where I find the guys talking about the Yankees. So just so I, to trick your trick your computer illiterate relatives to pay us. Well, a little bit of that, but if you think they should be enjoying talking Yanks, which I think they should. Oh, yeah, um, okay. I do. Yeah, sign them up. This is the contest for February. So in this episode 206 on patreon leave the review if you're not a patreon member you can spend two dollars and leave your answer and then you have a chance to win a jersey and all you have to do is guess the starting nine for the first spring training game yeah the starting nine for the first spring training game i don't want to give any any hints but it's an away game it's on the road and right. it's the first of spring, so the pool of people it can be is huge. Do they throw all the stars out, Jake, just to excite the people? Right. Or is it the Trey Ambergies and the Esteban Florials of the world? What is it? So the whoever has the most out of nine will win. Make sure you leave the tiebreaker, which is uh, total runs scored in the games. This is a fun one. I kind of want to en- enter the fir- it. The first game is at... Fort Myers? Yeah, against the, the Red, Red Sox. The Red Sox, yeah. So, And I, I I guess we have to put a caveat in here that the game stops once Booney mentions a lineup or who's going or something. Get him in this week. Get him in this week, okay. Get him in this week. It's going to be hard. Like, What do you think yeah. the winner's going to have? I would guess five out of nine. So it doesn't have to be the lineup in order. You just have to guess the Oh, no, the just, the ni- just the nine guys. All right, so you could a you can only guess nine guys. That's a yep. that's a sneaky caveat that I could see someone someone just naming fifty guys. Um, the winner will have. I'm going four. I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing two and a half guys from the MLB roster, and then I'm seeing. A, a a guy and a half from triple A double A that you'd know of. Yeah. So go to go to patreon.com slash talking yanks, find the post that says episode two oh six, pitchers and catchers, and leave it in the comments below. Your starting nine, not your starting nine, your guess for what Boone's starting nine's nine's gonna be. That's gonna be a fun one. I think it's gonna be interesting. Okay, so the pitchers and catchers did report. I actually have a voicemail that plays right into this right away. Okay. 
that I wanted. I, this was a funny idea about pitchers and catching reporting. Here we go. Nick from the Corners for State. Love the show. Love all your shows. I listen to Hurston, you guys, damn near all day, guys. It always makes me laugh when they say, you know, so-and-so reported for – or pitchers and catchers have reported to spring training. Because it just – I just visualize, you know, some guys sitting behind a card table with a uh, with a clipboard, and they walk up and go, Gary Sanchez. All right, Gary, you're here, and they check you off. But – uh like I said, love the show, love all your shows. You guys do a great job. All right, so Jake, uh, do you think that there is any official like reporting? Like, do you think that pitchers and catchers reported? Do you think Gary and Tanaka had to walk up to someone and like <laughs> go to a table? I'm here. Where's my stuff? You think there's a pitchers and catchers check-in? That's what he's saying. Like he pictures them somewhat at like a folding table with a clipboard with names. And like, who are you, Gary Sanchez? Last- Last name Sanchez. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got you. Yeah. You're what, good. Your, Romine? Yeah, I'm gotcha. Not seeing Romine. Higashioka? Yeah. You at the yeah, right I'll, camp? Pit, pitchers go that way. Uh, I'm a catcher. Oh, that must have been that must have been a typo. Yeah, I'm a I'm a catcher. Uh, there has to be some sort of check-in because they all get like the spring clothes and all that stuff, or maybe they just put that in their lockers. I don't know, but it did. It is a funny visual. I bet some shitty team like the A's probably has that. Like you go up to a folding chair, and there's a lady there, and she just hands you like a cardboard box full of like five shirts. Here you go. Yeah. Welcome to spring. We can inquire. We'll try to get some inside info on that. All right. So if you're uh, if you're if you've tuned out for the full off season, you haven't been listening to talking Yanks, or you haven't been finding any information, and now you're just getting into the swing of things. I think most fans, a lot of fans, do do that. Welcome to the show. Here are the spring training storylines that we're gonna be on the lookout for. One, what's up with Tulowitzki? Is he gonna stay healthy? Is he actually gonna start and be the starting shortstop? That's a storyline. Two. What's going on with Ellsbury? Is he going to be healthy? And we got quick answers on that that we'll get into. Is Clint Frazier going to compete for a spot? Is there an open spot for him to actually take? So you watch Tulo, you watch Ellsbury, you watch Clint. Voight and Bird are in a competition for first base. That seems pretty open between the two of them. Uh, what, what's, go, is, what's going on with Andujar's defense? That's going to be something. And uh, last person in the bullpen. They got to fill that out as well. So those are those are what you want to keep in mind as you watch spring games, as you read the tweets and the newspapers, and uh, keep keep yourself informed. Boone had a presser today, which was good stuff. He talked about a lot of things, and we're gonna we're gonna go to some of his. We're gonna just go to the news that came out of the press conference to kind of fill in the gaps. And Jake. Did you get a nice hearty laugh today when the first piece of big news that came out of spring was that Ellsbury is injured, his recovery time got pushed back, and he's not going to be doing baseball activities? I mean, I know you're not supposed to wish injury on a guy, and I know you're not supposed to laugh at a guy getting hurt. I understand that. I subscribe to those rules for the most part. But if you didn't get a giant chuckle when that was the first piece of news released, well, baseball started. What's the news? Ellsbury's hurt. <laughs> it's just, it's incredible. It's incredible. The guy, 
The guy missed all of last season. We were told this middle end of last season that he was going to have this big hip surgery and it was going to make things a lot better for him going forward, hopefully. And then, yeah, to have that on day one, it's just like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, but, yeah, I you, you can't rely on Jacoby Ellsbury until <laughs> he's in the lineup swinging a bat for two weeks and he looks good doing it. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it sucks that nobody feels bad for this guy. <laughs> Maybe his wife does. He's a professional baseball player that's been hurt for, what, a year and a half? I, I, if he didn't have the surgery, Jake, right? I'd be full conspiracy theory. Okay. If he didn't actually have the surgery, I'd be 100%. Ellsbury's heart's not in the game anymore. He, he does not want to play. The Yankees are better off not having to put him on the 25 man roster. Him and Cashman had heart to heart. They talked about this. They said, let's fake some injuries. We'll collect the insurance so you can still get paid. We don't get hurt. You don't get hurt. You can do what you love doing, which is probably just sitting and staring at the wall, and we can go on with a better team. If the surgery wasn't there, I'd be all in on that conspiracy theory because I think it's hilarious and uh, one of the more sound reasons. But the fact that he had the hip surgery, unless maybe they faked the surgery. Like, what's he been up to? What does he do? He's in Arizona. I don't know. Just hang out with his kids? Like, what are Jacoby Ellsbury's hobbies? That's what I was going to say. We don't know anything about him. We know, we know, we could, I could give you hobbies for everyone on the roster besides Jacoby because he's Mr. Boring. No one knows anything about Jacoby Ellsbury. It's crazy. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm going to give him, a, you know, shock the world, Jacoby. Come come back healthy in a couple weeks and just couple let weeks. it, let it rip playing. its spring training. Oh, he's not playing. This is, this is just oh, I'm like saying last that They said he might be, they said he could be back for March. How'd they phrase it? They said like He'll he be could start evaluated in March. Yeah. It's going to be pushed and pushed and pushed just like last year. This is the first sign of, Jacoby's not playing this year. Yeah, I, I know it's bad for the roster. At this point, I want to see him like in a Yankees uniform try to play baseball for a little bit, and then the front office goes, you're cut. Get out of here. Like, I don't know. Just take the money. Yeah, I, I can't. I cannot see him playing, and I think this is just that little thing. He got the – It's a, I don't know the actual word, but it's something to do with his surgery on his bones. or Plantar uh, fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis. That's the foot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So he's staying in Arizona for now. That doesn't make sense. Why does he have to stay in Arizona? Don't most people rehab with the team? Whatever. They're just keeping him away. Better better foot stuff over there. Yeah, I'll I'll admit, that was my initial reaction. When they said the injury, I was like, we're never seeing this guy around camp again. Again. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's Um, how I... We'll see if we're wrong. That's how I read into it. Boone said he went to the DR, spent time with Gary Sanchez, said he believes Gary is eager to show the world how hungry he is to be great. I don't think the world cares, but I do. I want I want to be shown. That's kind of a nothing tidbit. The baseball world. Mm-hmm. Michael King, this is another piece of news. If you don't know who Michael King is, he blew up on the scene last year as a top prospect for the Yankees. A pitcher who had a really good year in AAA. AAA, right? 
Uh, yeah, he ended up in AAA, I believe. He he kind of flew up. He he essentially had one of the best minor league seasons of any minor league pitcher, like <laughs> in any league you could find. He uh he he had a full nut job season. Yankees Twitter uh got all excited about him. Uh, and yeah, he's got elbow soreness, which is never good. Um. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, pe- people thought this guy was gonna fight for the, the like six starter role. He he made the climb from high A to double A to triple A last year, and the numbers are just lights out. Um. I mean, in triple A, thirty nine innings, a one one five ERA, two oh nine in eighty two innings of double A, one seven nine in high A, forty innings. So. Uh, essentially the guy had an ERA in the ones in minor leagues last year. Everyone got excited for him because he used to be a big prospect. Um, and then I, he was with the Marlins system. They changed a lot of stuff with him. He came back to the Yankees and the Yankees were just like, dude, let it fly. Do what you did in college. And he's looked great. Yeah. My, uh, Brian Cashman even said like the Michael King we have now is not the Michael King we traded for. Cause he was just throwing piece. Yeah. So was, her, so was Herman from the Marlins in the Prado yeah. of Aldi trade. Good good job, Marlins Farm. Yeah, um, throw ins. Yeah, well, I I mean, personally, I, I didn't think we were gonna see a lot of Mike King this year. This this clearly doesn't help. Um we know how much Cashman likes to see his guys in the minors, minus John, Johnny Lasagna. Um but he'll probably see a lot of time in the minors this year too. So yeah, it's it's a thing. I I think it it quieted a few people that probably thought, um, you know, Michael King was going to be our next breakout guy. Yep. So, but they, they he's they say he won't be able to throw for three weeks. So if he was to come up in the middle of the season, that's still in line. Maybe it's a setback, but it's not huge. Yeah, I mean, in three weeks they could say, "Yep, arm feels great. Let him roll." Um, in a couple weeks they could say bad things. So we'll we'll see for young Mike King. Twenty three turns twenty four May twenty fifth. Nice. Aaron Boone was asked if Severino is the opening day starter. He said, uh, you do your impression. Do you have the, the quote here? Oh, that's not even a long quote. Yeah, it's nothing. But there's a very clear way that I can picture Boone answering this question. Is Aaron, is, is Severino the opening day Severino starter? Severino the opening day starter? Yeah, I would, I would say there's a very good chance of that. He probably said it sheepishly like, yes, obviously. Okay. Well, Unless he no. gets hurt. Oh, we're hating on me. This is tough. Uh, the other news was, so the, the Ellsbury is the biggest news. Michael King is the next biggest news. Next biggest news is that CC isn't fully healthy. It's going to be a couple weeks before he throws his first bullpen. He may start the season on the DL. He's already starting with a five-game suspension. Um, they don't think it's anything crazy as of now, but they said, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's something to watch, I guess. Last year, CeCe barely pitched in spring. They had him do, like, all bullpens and side sessions. I think he saw, like, two games. So it'll be interesting how they handle CeCe. But, yeah, it'd be better if he was fully ready to go right away. Yeah, I I think they kind of have to say this, especially with, I mean, like a a heart surgery. You come in pretty careful. Um, But, yeah, I mean, CeCe doesn't need a ton. He's going to be able to get his throws in. I. Like CC might just do his whole thing on the side this spring training, and like you mentioned, he's—I <laughs> mean—he's technically suspended for the first five games. Um, I, 
I would be surprised from everything we've heard from CeCe's camp if he's not on the team week two into the season. Is that fair until we hear otherwise? Or do you, do you think this means we might not see CeCe for like the first month? Well, I'm optimistic guy. So right now I think we're going to see him. But um, last year with the Yankees, when they put something out there like this, it usually meant something bigger was going to ha- come out in the next couple weeks. Very, uh, very few times did they put something out, like themselves put something out there. And CeCe's a little banged up. He's going to be a couple weeks behind. And then it was like true to, okay, he's just a couple weeks behind. Yeah. They were, they were always a little off on their timetables last year. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm a little worried. Yeah. Yellow flag. Keep an eye on it. I, I think with someone like CC, he's going to be doing his own thing for most of spring training anyways. But, yeah, they're definitely monitoring it. I, I would be From this, I would still be surprised if he's not out there for the Yankees week two, week three. All right. Boone said that the team will try to develop a plan that kind of evolves a little bit in terms of keeping Troy Tulowitzki healthy this spring in the early season. Says Tulo looks and is healthy right now, and we're very optimistic about what Troy's going to bring. So they're still plugging Troy's the word. Troy boy. They're going to do everything they can to keep him healthy. Yeah, what you- so, so is Troy over the past couple years, and how's that working out for him? Maybe he wasn't. Maybe in Toronto they just kept like having him, you know, run gauntlets nonstop. Yeah, just all day. Yeah, Troy was at what? spring. Flashback to Toronto spring training last year, and it was just Troy Tulowitzki showing up to camp and the the assistant coach saying, "Run a mile." How many rocks can you hold? <laughs> Me personally, um, depends on the size of the rock. I'm I'm mentally so psyched out from the Troy stuff. If he if he plays for the Yankees and give us anything good, I will be shocked. That's just where I'm at. I know, but I think they're really going to play him. I think they're really going to I think they're really going to do what they need to do, what they they're going to try their best to get half a season out of Troy. I think that's gen, genuinely their plan. I don't like it, not in favor of it. And when when Troy's let's not go further. When Troy Tulowitzki's PPP comes out, <laughs> that is a doozy. We went yeah. off. <laughs> so let's just skip past that. Yeah. This next one's interesting and, and, and a solid answer. Aaron Boone said Miguel Andujar will only play third base this spring and that he made progress this winter on his defense. Um, who knows if he made progress? Boone doesn't know that. No one knows that. Boone doesn't know that. Andujar doesn't. No one knows that. But he's only going to play third. That's obvious, but it's said now. It's solidified. Yeah, it wasn't obvious for a lot of people. A lot of people saw first base, left field, DH. Um, Miguel Andujar is going to get a full shot to play third base this year, even if the Yankees do sign that shortstop third baseman who's currently a free agent. They still need to know if this guy can play Major League third base. And if you think you know after watching him for one season as a rookie, you're lying to yourself. So, But right now he's not good, but we'll see. But he's, he's going to play third. Like, first base didn't really make sense. Left field makes absolutely zero sense. So, Andujar's the starting third baseman as of right now. Next up, on the lineup, 
Boone says he's messed around with it less frequently this winter than he did last winter. Maybe because it's much harder to fucking do this year. He expects that Aaron Hicks will be in the leadoff mix, possibly against righties and lefties. He also likes him in the middle to split the righties. So it sounds like Hicks is going to be first batting first versus uh, lefties and batting third versus righties. That's, yeah. what, that's what that sounds like, right? Adds up. And that's fine. I, I don't really have a problem with that. Yeah, I believe in that. Cool. Good job, Boone. We agree. This one I liked. He said that Louis, Luis Sessa. Louis. Louis. That's, that's uh, only some people call him that. And, Lu, yeah. and, Lu, and he doesn't like those. Close people. friends. Uh, Luis Sessa, quote, may be, maybe is ticketed for the bullpen, end quote. Which I like that as well. If they tried to do the Luis Sessa starter experiment, I'd be so mad. Because that's insanity. Yeah, I think I think I tweeted this out. I don't know if I did it as part of our our spring training um, cliches, but I think Louis Sessa is going to get a ton of "We love him in the bullpen" talk. Um, well, I've I think been he- saying it too for, since last season. I've been saying it. He throws a hundred. He can look good for one inning. Right. When we've seen Luis says it's normally three innings, two bad, one like lights out. So if they could tap into whatever the lights out inning, um, hey, it'd be a hell of a turnaround. Um Luis Sessa is this year's Chad Green, Jonathan Holder. I won't touch that. That'd be fun. That'd be what a heel turn or mm-hmm. or uh the opposite of a heel turn. Won't come close to touching that. I mean it with the forty man and the roster and options, it's tough to see young Louie being a part of this Yankees team. Well, I think, um, I think that quote, if, if Sess is healthy, that quote puts him on the 25 men roster. I'm talking about the season as a whole, babe. I, I mean, I, I think may, he might start there, especially we talked about CC and we we're we're going to talk about the roster crunch a little bit, but Sess is out of options. That's what I'm saying. So I think that he's going to break camp on the 25 man roster. I mean, he, he still might not. I mean, he could still he could still not. Bad spring training. He could get be a throw-in in a trade or something. I I could see him still easily not. Uh, I think if he's if he's healthy, he's on the roster. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not like rooting for it, but I that's how I read into that. And they've always hung around with Sessa for so long. So yeah. Uh, Didi Gregorius progress on his Tommy John he's doing really well but won't hit with both hands on the bat for three to four weeks it sounds like Didi also threw a little bit and felt good so it sounds like Didi's progressing nicely he's on the way um we'll we'll see when when he actually joins us or if we need him or what what state the team is in um I think we're gonna see him before the all-star break I I do but I I think I might be in the minority I don't know that would be awesome. Yeah. What's next? There's only a couple more left. Boone on the first base situation. This was a fun press conference. Like, I guess because it's actually spring training, all the beat reporters actually got to say, like, okay. Right. This is everything we need to know. Where, you know, I was with them at the Thurman Munson Award dinner, and it was this wasn't what was asked. It was still Harper and Manny and stuff. But on the first base. And there ba- might be a gentleman's agreement. Like, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, I think there is. Yeah. 
Uh, Boone on the first base situation. Sounds like it's less than settled, though Voight has the leg up on Bird. But Bird still has the high ceiling. Boone adds Voight is a little bit ahead. So that's exactly where we have it in our brains, right? Like, I think it's a competition, but I think Voight, if if the season started right now, Voight's the guy. Voight would have to... I, I don't think it's a competition. I think these were pretty cookie-cutter quotes that you have to say. Um, I mean, it's essentially what we've been saying the whole offseason. I mean, it's they to me, they were so cookie-cutter. I mean, it was, yeah, if Voight has the leg up and we, we want competition at first base, basically. Yeah, um, I think that it's a competition. I think it would have to be drastic. But I think if like Voight really, really looks bad, and Bird swinging a hot, hot bat at the, come those last three weeks of spring, I think we might see Bird get the spot. I, I, I think it would be have to be like drastic bag and drastic good. I think if they're both swinging anywhere remotely similar bats, it's Voight easily. But I think there's a there's a puncher's chance Bird can win it. We talk about guys the Yankees like. Like, they right. like Gardner. They like Wade. Like, people that we don't know why they like. They like Sessa. They like Bird. Yeah, they like Bird. They saw Bird play well for them a few moons ago. And if, if they see him play well, you know, they still want to use him. But what Luke Voigt did last year was so impressive. And, and Jim, spring training games don't matter. They don't. Yeah, but I, I know, but I think for sometimes there are spring training competitions. I think that I think there's a chance that Bird can win it. I think it's slim, but I think there's a chance. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even call it competition. I think it's it's slim, slim hopes, but we'll see. We never know. And Boone specifically mentioned that Chance Adams, Loisica, Domingo Herman, and King as possible six starter options. I'm not too happy with that slate of guys for six starter options. Yeah, I'm I mean we like we like Johnny Lasagna, right? We just know he's not that proven, but we're we're kind of we we like his stuff. Yeah. And CC Sabathia loves his mental makeup. Mm, love he that. Talks, talks about it all the time on the podcast. Um Herman again, Herman had this sneaky, impressive advanced stats and he had the good stuff. It, it'd be interesting to see if he kind of brought it in a little bit at the end of AAA last year and over the offseason. Like if I see Luizaga and Herman on the mound for a, a couple starts, I'm OK with that chance. I mean, chance gave us a couple <laughs> gritty efforts, uh, but we don't fully believe in him. Uh yeah, we'll we'll see. It's I I see why you're not in love with it, but I don't know. As as for now, it's not the end of the world, and they could still bring in another guy. I mean, that's well, like I'm, if it, say Monty got Tommy John what early June last year, right? If we lose a pitcher for the rest of the season early again, right. I'm not happy with this slate. If they're filling in for uh, Massa pulls his hamstring and we need two starts out of Herman before Massa's back. Right. I'm fine with that, but if if a pitcher goes down, that's I'm not happy with that slate of six pit starters. I don't think anyone can be happy with them getting like 15 starts. Yeah, and I I think that's what's interesting because I I know we've ripped on Tulo a good amount because uh, Homie gets hurt and with some of the Machado stuff in the background. Like if Tulowitzki gets hurt, 
day five of camp and the Yankees do end up signing Machado, like, I think let it be known that that was the plan all along. Like, I don't think Machado is going to be a stopgap unless it's a two-year $50 million contract. Then you could say something like that. If someone, if one of the starting pitcher gets hurt, you're going to see a Gio Gonzalez or Doug Fister or someone come into camp almost immediately. I agree. I agree. All right, so that's all the boo and info that we got at the press conference. We have some voicemails on storylines, and that'll lead us some uh, some more places. You ready? You ready? What's up, Talking Yanks? It's Leah from North Carolina. Um, I'm here to comment about Jacoby Ellsbury's quote-unquote injury report or whatever. Um, how they how Boone announced he suffers from plantar fasciitis. Big deal. I also suffer from that, and I'm doing vigorous activity here in college, such as marching band, but whatever. Um, I think there's just a cover-up so that he could be traded to some other team, make room, make more salary room for either Machado or Harper. But either way, I think this is just a setup and not a real, like, big deal. I think he, I think Jacoby's, like, capable of doing baseball and having plantar fasciitis. But that's my opinion. All right, thanks. Have a good one. I mean, I agree with this. I think if if I think if Ellsbury cut his fingernails too too close to his skin and they were like uncomfortable, they'd be like, "What, Jacoby? You're not feeling 100 percent? All right, cool. Go back on the DL." Like I think they're searching for reasons. Yeah, it's for one of those things. It's tough for me because it's it's kind of like you mentioned it with Jacoby staying in Arizona. Like, okay, you're injured. Why aren't you still kind of around the team? But like at the same time, if, if judge had plantar fasciitis and it was like, yeah, judge, judge is going to stay with his camp in California for a little bit until he gets better. We'd be like, oh yeah, that's fine. Get better. So <laughs> I, I don't know the, the whole Ellsbury thing's bizarre. Um, do you think we see Jacoby Ellsbury play a spring training game? Nope. Okay. I go. mean, I I honestly don't think we see him. I could be wrong because yeah. it's crazy. But last year, that's what happened. Last year, it was a joke. We're never going to see him. They just keep making up excuses. A hip thing, a neck thing, a back thing, a hip thing. And we were like, what's going on? They're just making stuff up. Then he had surgery. Sounded like the same shit over and over. Remember, again. we got excited to see him. It was, dur- it was during the Shane Robinson times. So we were like, all right, let, what's, what's the Ellsbury update? And then they were like, yeah, hip replacement. And we we're like, what? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah. This is Joey calling for Talking Yanks. I just had a question to see how many All Stars you think the Yankees will have this season. I probably put the over on. We did this right when we had Joe's McFly on for. We did a whole show of over unders. I think we did how many All Stars will make the team. I think we set yeah. it at. I think we set it at four or five. Yeah, I think we made a half in there. I want to say we said four and a half. That would make sense. And I chose the over, because why not? I mean, between all the bullpen guys, Chapman, Batances, Ottavino, Britton, one of those guys, I hope. Yeah, you're getting at least one, possibly two. You got Judge and Stan. Judge Car- Judge gets the Jeter vote these days. Like he just has to be healthy and alive. He's going to get in there. Yeah, Judge Stanton. You're at least getting one or two of those. And you got um, Glaber, Gary, Andujar, Sevy, Hicks. If he's the second best center fielder in the AL again, yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to go. There will be some pinstripes out there. I'm a Yankee fan, so I'm going over. All right, here we go. Andrew's in Hell's Kitchen. Hey, guys. Andrew from Hell's Kitchen, roster construction part three. Uh, Luke Voigt. Can people stop acting like Luke Voigt has to prove himself that much? First of all, I don't think the Cardinals got rid of him because they didn't believe in him. I thought the Cardinals got rid of him because they have Jose Martinez and Matt Carpenter, so there is uh, no room for him. There would be if the NL had the DH, but they don't. So for now, well, I'll take it. And uh, Luke Voigt's hard hit rate was always there. Uh, even that short stint he had with the Cardinals, his hard hit rate was there. Uh, he's probably not going to be as good as last year, but he's still, I think he's still going to be good. His walk rate was always really good in the minors. Uh, and it was really good last year with the Yankees, like 10%. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but when Hicks broke out and had that really good half season, uh, had that really good 2017 uh, he had a really high walk rate, so I'm kind of using that logic. And uh, the Dakota projection system, which is the most accurate from what I... Uh, I'm not going to go into projection systems, but uh, I think this is... The Dakota I... system projected him to go nuts. They Did projected they? him to be really good, yeah. Well, cool. I, I, I keep seeing some people on, on the internet saying, like, Voight's not good, and we don't know that yet. Like we don't like the jury's still out, but I I don't think you could be like Voight's bad. Yeah, and I I'm almost I I also want to nip the uh, the Jose Martinez Matt Carpenter thing in the butt too, because I mean Luke Luke Voight, um, H- Jose Martinez is 30 years old. He he's in 2017 he had. A hundred games of a good season last year. He had a full season of a good season. He's thirty now. It's not like this guy was a big time prospect. Um, and think about folks what we traded for Luke Voigt. Okay, it was <laughs> Chase and Shreve, which was essentially going to be released from our roster anyways. And didn't we throw in another reliever like Acevedo yeah. or someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Voigt was blocked over there though. Like he never got a shot. He was blocked. He never got a full shot, but he's 28. And if you're good enough at baseball, you're going to get your shot. Um, he, he came up and he's Shane Spencer. Let's be, let's be completely honest. We saw all the blind comparisons to it. Um, he was, in 2017, he had a really solid season in AAA. He was 26. He won um, a batting title in AAA, I think. Um. I don't know. He played 74 games. I, I don't know if he had enough games for it. He, hey, he had a really good double-A season, too. There, there's a chance Luke Voigt's really good. There's a chance Luke Voigt's solid. There's a chance Luke Voigt's not that good. Um, if if you say you know, um, I'd, I'd say BS a little bit. I mean, That's I'll say this. Like, to, to, corner him, to corner him as a Shane Spencer is ridiculous. And I think to anoint him as, you know, a, a going-away all-star in the next couple seasons would be ridiculous too. I, I, we, we need to see more of the body of work. If, if Luke Voigt is what he was last year, he's an MVP candidate that we're debating if Greg Bird, who hit sub 200 last year, should be starting over a little bit ago. So don't let, let's not pretend the Bakota stuff is nice. We just need to see it. Like, that's just what this is. I'm sorry. Do you know that Voigt started off as a catcher? So him and Bird both were catchers in their youth. 
You think they've talked about that? I don't think they talk to each other. I think they're friends. I think they're I, friends I, I, with I think, an edge. I think they're friendly. They're rooting for each other. I mean, baseball is not really an aggressive sport, but they they're, are a little bit like, fuck. They're friendly with an edge. There's a couple jabs here and there, but they're, they're friends. What's up, Jake and John boys? This is Jack from Ponte Vedra, Florida, on for Talking Yanks. Uh, about that, those, all those, you know, New York Yankees 2019 opening day questions. Uh, number one, the Tulo. I think Tulo's going to start opening day. I, I don't see that being like a regular thing. Like, I think later in the season, once, you know, after a little while, they'll switch over to like Flavor at short, LeMahieu at second. Being like a more everyday thing, every once in a while, but like to a lot short, I guess, to give like some of the day off. But I think that's really what it's going to be like. The opening day, though, I think Tulo will start just because that's what they said they would do. He, they said he would be their shortstop, so I think they're going to go by that. I was trying to listen really hard. I didn't catch much of that. Did you? Yeah, I didn't either. All right. We'll I, was, I was just going to ask you. Thanks, Jack, for calling. But I think I, there was something about Tulo. I don't know. I was really, really trying to hone in. I couldn't catch it. Okay. John Boy Jake, Ryan, South Florida. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in like a year, man. It's been a while. Anyway, going through the, the spring spring training questions you guys put up on Twitter. You just go real quick down the line. Will Tulo start opening day? He'll be a starting shortstop. If your seventh question, Manny Machado is not on the opening day roster. I feel like Machado is on the roster. And there'll be some shuffling, so Tulo will not be the starting shortstop. Ellsbury on the roster. Hell no. Frazier on the opening day roster? Nope. They're going to give it to Gardy. He'll start the season. Um, starting first base on opening day? <laughs> oh, my God. Hate to say it, man, but I have a feeling Bird will get the nod on opening day because uh, starting against Baltimore, probably Cobb, and Boone will just want to piss us off with that righty-lefty matchup. Analytics, man. And, and Duhar? His position on opening day, again, contingent on the Machado, man. I don't know what's going to happen with that. So let's just say third base. Last person in the bullpen, probably Kingley or probably Tarkley. I don't think it's going to matter either way. It's really not going to be a big deal. And then I just have two more for you guys, man. Your uh, your hopeful questions down the line is who will be the MVP, Judge, Machado, or Stanton? And then my horror going down, my horror story is, Gary Sanchez falls back into the same slump. Don't even say it, Ryan. Don't even say it. Uh, interesting thought I had during Ryan's voicemail. Thanks for calling in, Ryan. Is uh, Ellsbury being injured and most likely not making the opening day roster? Now you could say that opens up the possibility for Clint, but I agree with Ryan that they're gonna they're gonna open the season giving Gardy the shot and letting Clint get everyday at bats in the minor leagues. And I don't necessarily agree with it. Uh, we talked about this on our PPPs, which are going to come out soon on those players, but I think that's what they're going to do. Now, that does leave the pos- the possibility for Bird and Voigt to both be on the roster and platoon at the beginning of the season. Like Ryan said, it might be Cobb on the mound for Baltimore, and they might run the lefty-righty splits. There's a chance. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say no. I think it would be... A little odd because then, then I mean, what? When you need another pitcher, you're just going to send Bird down on the first bus, essentially? When you need another pitcher? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I these are tough because you have to essentially run through the whole roster to get where you want to get. Um, Why would I, a pitcher so, affect the three man bench? Well, we're so right now we're saying it's Bird, Voigt, and Ellsbury. No, Ellsbury's not going to be on there. He's hurt. Or so, so no Frazier, so no backup outfielder. Yeah, like they did last year. That's what I they mean, did. That's what they did last year. They ran with just Gardy, Hicks, Stanton, Judge as the four. Even though they played every day, there's a lot of times where those were just the four outfielders. It just, it just seems like too much. I mean, Greg Bird still got an option. I, I think it's, it's tough because we look through Greg Bird through this, this hopeful scope because we saw him be really good in 2015, whenever it was. Um, that we almost don't look at him as a prospect way at all. But I think you kind of have to. Like, anything you say about Clint Frazier, I think you still have to be prepared to say about Greg Bird at this time. Because um, Luke Voigt's not going anywhere. Um, so, I, I don't know. I mean, that would seem just kind of overthinking it to me. This is a team that loves guys that can play multiple positions and do a lot of things, and now we're saying they're going to open opening day with two first basemen. I mean, I'm, I'm just not buying it that much. Yeah, but for the last two years, they have done that a lot. They did Bird and Carter. They did Bird and Voigt. They yeah, did but I mean... Bird and, at, at they th- did Bird and Chase platooning at first. At this point, I just don't know. If it, if it came down to Clinton Bird... I mean, I think you take Clint at this point because you'd you'd want the outfielder and you'd want his bat more. Yeah, but you might want you might his everyday at bats might be more valuable than Bird's. <laughs> they might not be. Yeah, we don't know. I just think it's a possibility. Where if Ellsbury is healthy and on the twenty-five man roster, I don't think it's a possibility. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of not into it either way, but we'll see. There's a chance. Hey guys, it's Jeff from North Carolina. I was just calling in. Uh, my name. Off, uh, spring training storyline follow is going to be uh, it's been a long off season, a lot of downtime, a lot of time to get in the gym, work out, fix a couple things up, look at the analytics. I want to know, does Jake still suck? Thanks, guys. Love your stuff. Mm, it was a long con. What he's honing him down when he's honing in on this season is if you suck or not. Hey guys, this is Dave from Upstate New York. Uh, Big fan of the the uh, podcast. Uh, this is my first time calling, but I've I've been hearing Canley's name here and there mixed into the podcast, and I just had a quick story. I actually played against him growing up all the time, and uh, one one year I was we're going into fall ball, and I the team I always played on I switched teams. So it just so happened this one year to go get seen or whatever whatever I was thinking, but that one year Tommy Canley switched over to that team. So I had an opportunity to play with him. I missed out, but uh, just going back to the bad teammate thing, my friends after that season was over said that he was a terrible teammate back then, and they also said there that he was probably the dumbest guy they've ever played with in their lives. So just a little fun story about him. All right, guys. I'll see you. Bad teammate and dumb. Uh, No, I'm going to say we've talked to people um, that have played with Tommy and said they like him. Uh, Yeah, I think – I think young Tommy was absolutely a prick. I think at some point he got some humble pie, whether it was on the baseball field or not. Because um, now, it, I mean, the Tommy Canley we've seen on the Yankees has almost been Swisher-esque, just a little, a little less happy, a little more football nut job guy. Yeah, loves the Eagles. Loves can we screaming. do just? 
Can we just do a quick bullpen rundown? Sure. Chappie, Delhi, Britton, Adovino, Chad Green. So how many how many bodies do we need? Where there's normally going to be two or three more. The Yankees like eight bullpen guys and three bench players. So you need three more. So we need three more. So, so wait, Chappie, Dellin, Adav- Chappie, Dellin, Britton, Adovino, Chad Green, Holder. Those are the Holder, six. Holder, that's six. So we've Sessa, got two spots. I think two, Sessa is, and Tarpley. Well, let's two spots for Sessa, Tarpley, Canely. Oh, shit. Herman. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot tighter for Tessa than Sessa than that one quote, I think. I don't know. Well, he doesn't have uh, options. So just judging off how the Yankees have run bullpen guys without options before, he's going to be on there. Look at Cole and Shreve last year. I think Sessa's going to, if he's healthy, I think he's going to be on on the back end of the pen right there with Canely. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance. Both those guys ended up off the roster, so maybe the Yankees cut their losses sooner, especially after what they saw last year. Um, but, like, if Tommy Canely's right, he has to be there, right? Yeah, but he wasn't right last year, so. So then it's it. if Canely's right, there's one spot, Tarpley, Sessa, Herman, Luizaga, anybody else you want. It probably makes sense to stretch out the starters. Um, yeah, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, and they can always do the if CC starts on the DL. Well, they have to have twenty four man team for the first five games because CC is suspended. Oh, technically suspended, you can't have the body. Okay. Yeah, so you only have twenty four guys. So, but they only have four starting pitchers. Right. So it doesn't so it's affect essentially the same. Yeah, it's essentially the same. Doesn't affect the bullpen or the roster. Yeah. Because otherwise, you could do easily do the four-man bench. Yeah. Detroit and Ellsbury really ruin the fluidity of the bench if they have to be on the twenty-five-man roster. Can I? Can I ask you? I I guess I my brain circling this as a thing a lot, as you you can tell right now. I, I would you be frustrated by that at all? No. Okay. I, like I said, I, I'm I'm happy that they're going to try him out of the bullpen. I'd be more frustrated if they were going to send him the trip or they were going to try and use him as a starter. Okay. I mean, if he fails in his first couple things, then get rid of him quickly. Don't keep him just because he doesn't have options like they did with Shreve and Cole last year, although they did eventually turn Shreve into Voight, so can't really knock how they handled that too badly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and just just remind. Dude, think of, of that. Think of that. They they took Shreve, who was terrible, who had no options, and they turned him into Voight. So why would they cut Sessa? If they, well, that, I I wasn't necessarily saying cut. I think they wave him and trade him. Yeah, but I mean, same is thing. his value now going to be the same during the season? Would Shreve have gotten Voight at the beginning of the season? Uh, how does that work? I don't I don't know. I'm just genuinely asking. Know. Yeah. So um, I think Sessa is going to be on the team. And a, a final thing about it. Um, Wait, Herman doesn't have options either. No, he does. Some he, someone called and said that, but he does. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So the Yankees, they opening day the twenty eighth, uh, Thursday against Baltimore. They have Friday off. That's gonna suck. <laughs> that Friday is gonna suck. They always do that in case it rains. Um. But uh. So they have that second day off. So essentially, you can do the four man rotation without getting anyone in trouble. And then the next Friday they have off as well. So mm-hmm. they wouldn't, in theory, need CeCe until 
like Wednesday the tenth. So after um, the five games, how so? How many games is that? Because five have to be twenty-four man roster. Right. So the the first five, it's a three game set against Baltimore to wind down March, and then it's a three game set against Detroit, um, to start April. So he so can that- come back. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they if they IL him, Jim. Like that? I remember that. Injured list. Yep. Um cuz yeah, I mean maybe they still IL him for a start and they bring up Herman or Luizaga or someone to give them one start. I think it would be against the Astros though, so maybe you don't want to do that or maybe you mix up the staff so he could pitch against the Orioles or Detroit. Baseball baby, we're talking baseball. Uh either way, it sounds like there's going to be 3 games in which the Yankees can bring up a fourth bench player after the CC suspension ends, CC's turn to pitch, they could they could push it for 3 games and they're not going to put CC back on the active roster to just sit on the bench when they don't have to until he pitches. Yeah, they they could in theory not really bring up another pitcher until April 7th, April 8th. So maybe they'll roll double first baseman still then and see if, if they, somebody jumps I'm, out. If they match the IL with the suspension of those first eight games somehow, they could do, they could put CC on the IL for the first 10 games. Five of them he suspended anyway. So who cares? The next five, they could get creative. Oh, who cares? We'll get to that when we get to that. But that's yeah. kind of, it's going to be interesting how they can play that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we're talking baseball. How about that? Talking, talking baseball. baseball. That is the end of the show, right? We will be back Sunday. Yeah, I think so. O- only thing I'll I'll tease the kids with is I still somehow think Manny Machado is going to sign. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. And then and then what do you think happens from there? I think they cut too low. Um, I think it was a long con, but we'll see. Could be completely wrong. Just just going with gut and the Vegas odds right now. I uh I'd be cool with that, but uh yeah. it makes sense. We'll see. One last thing. One last thing. I think a moth just flew into my neck. That sucks. Like that a lot. Leave moth- us a review. Yeah, leave us some reviews. We'll be back Sunday. If you're a Patreon, you can watch us live Sunday night. Otherwise, the uh, next main episode is Monday, and the PPPs will be keeping you entertained. Until then, if you're enjoying what we're doing, leave a five-star review on the podcast app. It helps a lot. Thank you, guys. Go Yankees. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>